Heroes Not Included is a serialized story podcast featuring actual play using the Dungeons & Dragons role-playing game from Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast own their respective copyrights, trademarks, and related material. A special thanks to all the great people at Wizards of the Coast for their hard work creating such wonderful games for us to play. Previously on Heroes Not Included. We were still traveling to Silvery Moon, and we'd stopped in, we got a map at Mirabar, and I found the Finger of Fate. Well, the guy wouldn't sell it to me at a reasonable price. <laughs> so we did a little bit of a, of a, of a shady deal. I like how he says we, <laughs> just including everybody. Yeah, we, we all decided to, to, uh, <laughs> to have me go in in disguise, make a deal. Charm the guy into giving me the thing and then having him meet us at the inn, in which case he found the real person that, that, we were dis- that I was disguised as, and uh, he shrunk him <laughs> as punishment into a little bitty guy. Um, we got that, and then we got on the road? Kind of. There's not really a road. Yeah, we had to. We, this is why we had to get a map. We had to make our way through the Lurkwood... Towards the river, past the Evermores, to Silvery Moon. We met a giant in a tower. Heroes Not Included. So I'm guessing Jador is already completely aware of what that sound is. Oh yeah, has yeah. Jador perked up? Mm-hmm. Yes. Once he heard the sound, Jador put you on the ground and began walking directly towards the, <laughs> the tower. Yeah, he's got, a, he's got a one-track mind, that Jador. <laughs> well, you know, he didn't get the name Giant Killer for nothing. Yeah. Just been scampering behind him. Mm. And he comes up to the boulder. I take a moment to um, shift to seeing through Malthus. Okay. I warg. Yeah, what you see... (laughs) What you see is a hill giant sitting on the upper level of the tower on the inside. Appears to be female hill giant. Her calves and bare feet dangle through the hole in the floor that comes down to the first floor. There is a staircase that leads up to the second floor. She has her back to the upstairs window that faces east... But otherwise, can see clearly anyone entering the tower or anyone coming in from any of the other directions. Are there um, large boulders sitting next to her? No, there isn't large boulders, but there's enough rubble in the tower that if she wants to... Does it look like she's ready to drop something on somebody? No, she's uh, sitting there... Sobbing? Uh, yes, crying and as well as this incessant singing, if it can be called singing. Mm-hmm. Crying and singing. Um, but, you know, she's singing out this mournful tune. And anything this else dirge. he can see? Hmm, that's it. That's all he can see at the moment. There's some rubble at the bottom of the stairs that lead up to the second level. She can move that boulder, right? Hmm. She's not trapped. Right. I tell him to fly down and look below. I wonder what the source of this crying is. It's okay. Her. 
Yeah, I, want, I want to know what the source of her crying is. Oh. If she was trapped in there, that'd be one thing. It seems like she just locked herself inside a tower and is, is just sobbing. Hmm. That's pretty much what's going on. Uh, Malthus doesn't really spot anything. Jador is now at the boulder. I have no opinion on, on killing a hell giant, but if there was some sort of leverage to be gained, I would be interested. Okay. Well, Characters. I'm not there with Jador, so... Okay, so you notice that Aspen has hurried along and is up near Jador. Jador I'm watching from a curious yet safe distance. Okay. Kallik? I go, staying in the back again, huh? <laughs> and walk forward. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everyone's got to be somewhere. Typical warlock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get up there and you see that uh, Jador is kind of sizing up the boulder. I would like to assist Jador. Oh, okay. Give him advantage on his roll. <laughs> you kind of move some rocks and stuff from underneath it to keep kind of move some of the rubble out of the way so it's not as wedged. And Jador begins kind of rocking it back and forth. You know that Jador is strong, but it's an impressive demonstration of strength for sure. As he gets this boulder, starts rocking back and forth. And the wailing stops. I continue to watch. Yes. <laughs> through Malthus. Well, and what Malthus sees is uh, she has stopped singing and she's now looking at the entrance that the boulder is blocking. It takes Jador a couple minutes, but he puts his shoulder into it and gives it a good heave ho and. <laughs> and pushes the boulder out of the way. And uh, the hill giant says something in giant. Actually, a dialect of giant that hill giants speak. Jardor kind of stops for a second, and you see he kind of cocks his head to the side, and he says something in giant back. Can't make out all of it, Aspen, but it does sound something along the lines of who are you? Maybe. The hill giant replies. And to the reply, you hear Jador kind of give a... Hmm. Shrugs. Crouches down and steps into the tower. So I, I'm, I'm next to him, so I'm like, what's going on? Hmm. Giant want to die. Oh, well, this should be easy then. <laughs> So Jador steps in, and you can see from the mm-hmm. Malthus cam, mm-hmm. Malthus cam, <laughs> via the Malthus cam, that Jador is standing in the middle of a bunch of rubble, and looks as though if he was to stretch out his hand above his head, he could maybe tickle the bottom of her feet, just to kind of give you a perspective. And it seems they're having some kind of conversation, um, but as Malthus has no idea what giant mm. is, it's difficult to make out. And there's nowhere else for him to go look around inside this tower? It appears just to be... Is it just an empty, hollow... It appears to be an empty, hollow tower. Okay. This is her sad place. She comes here when she's sad. (laughs) Sing her beautiful dirge. The conversation shifts abruptly, and she throws one of the crumbling pieces of masonry at Jador. That was a bad move. <laughs> what did she say? Mm. He gets out of the way. His <laughs> masonry and rock and stuff kind of goes breaking all over the place. Back, squirrel. Back. <laughs> yeah, but I don't speak Chinese. I don't know what she said. Why is she angry now? I thought she wanted this. Mm. Giant. 
<laughs> Good Fair <answer>. enough. <laughs> Pretty much sums up all the all the answers there for Jador, really. Yeah. It's a giant. Why are they fighting angry? so hard handling this a different way? <laughs> Aspen gets his bow out. Okay. Uh, Jador begins um, climbing up the steps, and uh, she throws another piece of masonry at him. Jador moves out of the way, and he says something back at her, giant. What did she say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid that Jarador has moved into that one track sort of focus that he gets. All right. A little focused Time on the to kill. Focused on the goal, really. I, I want a reason to intervene. <laughs> he's, he's he's incredibly I've disciplined. Got nothing. How about well, the fact that the map is in the tower now? Mm. Are you are you in the tower now? Yeah, yeah. I've been there the whole time. Bow's been drawn. Yeah. Kellick, are you going uh, to go on enough. in? I'm trying to think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly. As soon as I heard the uh, Baron would be a different story. I walked in. Okay. He would. Swigging uh, my water skin. Okay. Uh, water. <laughs> Quote, unquote. Fire Quote, unquote. <laughs> um, all right, let's get some initiative rolls then. Yeah. I'm sitting outside. Ooh. <laughs> Not so much. 13. 13 for Kallik. Uh That's a 7. Seven for uh, you're outside, but go ahead and roll initiative just so I know when I when you come up in the order I can ask. Hey, what would you like? One. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sounds about appropriate, right? That's, that's, like, that's about right. <laughs> no, I'm just sitting. Out, I'm just watching. I'm in. I'm a, I am entranced. This is it, absolutely. This is amazing television. What I'm seeing right yeah, now. Yeah, you have invented television. Yeah, this is. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait to see what happens. <laughs> I hope it's television. awful. <laughs> All you need is an imp, mm-hmm. and you can have uh, you can have television. The suspense, is, the suspense is terrible. I hope it lasts. All right. So Jador has made uh, his way up to the second landing, avoiding rocks and shrapnel and what have you. Unslings his maw. Gonna swing at the giant, and hits and hits again. Unslings the maw and swings it around and smashes it into the giant's midsection and then around again into the giant's knee. Now the giant is standing. She is standing and she seems to be yelling at Jador in giant. All right, Kalik, what are you going to do? How far is the second floor from the first floor? You said... The second floor is 15 feet up from the first floor. Okay. So I uh, run up the stairs. Okay. And I will punch at our giant friend. Okay. Come jumping in there. Yeah, that's beefy. Um, 24. That's definitely a hit. I'll just roll my second attack, too, which is 23. Definitely a hit. Six and um, seven. 14. Nice. A couple solid blows to the knee. It's going to hurt. Aspen. Um, I would like to try and shoot with my short bow. Nat 20. Wow. All right. Um, Critical hit. Oh. Oh. Five points of damage. And then I would like to use my bonus action to hide. Yeah, there's lots of rubble around here. Mm-hmm. Easy to hide behind. Air Bard, still just enjoying the view? I thought, wow, that was a nice shot. Okay. Beautiful shot. She, the hill giant, grabs this great club next to her and swings it at Jador. 
question. Hmm. What makes a great club a great club as opposed to just a club? Uh, usually a great DJ, decent <laughs> decent uh, bargain on yeah. drinks, yeah. lots of hotties. Some sort of differentiator. <laughs> you know, it's just large. A great club is just really, really large. Okay. In the case of the Giants, you know, I'm you're sure talking about had, like, you know parts of trees. Uh, swings and misses at Joe Door. You hear Malthus chuckle. <laughs> the dumb one will smash her. Uh, Jador swings uh, his giant maul again and hits her twice. Once in the abdomen and the other in the knee, dislocating the knee. Mm. You hear bones breaking as well. He really likes those knees. <laughs> when it's bigger than you are, that's the easiest way to do it. And something about getting hit causes the giant to fall down through the big hole and land on the first floor near where you're hiding. Ah! A loud crash. Abandoned cover! And that is the end of the giant. Well, I make one final punch. Way later than I should. Just like I just the swung out was. ready, like with just all my fury, ready to punch again. And I just swung around and fell on the floor. <laughs> she doesn't seem to have a bake with her of any kind. Oh. This <laughs> seems so strange to me. You see, you see Jador kind of brush himself off a little bit of the dust. If and I were designing a trap, this is how I would have done it. <laughs> he slings the maul back up over his uh, shoulder. Hmm. Good giant. There's not any stuff up there, is there? Hmm. Rocks. No, I don't want any of those. So now that you've killed her, what was she saying? Yeah, what what was what, what was she saying? Mmm. Giant sad. Chief take husband. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, that would suck. Well. That problem's done. The silvery moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys are just gonna take off. I think so. We're I, gonna, I mean, we can't really Can question her. Uh, <laughs> Does she have anything on her? No, she doesn't have anything on her other than the other than the great club. Anything special about the great club aside from the fact that it's great? It's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty marginal actually. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> unremarkable. Unremarkable club. Nope. Yeah, uh, I don't see. It's an unremarkable else. great club. Must a perception check. Well, I'll, let me put it to you this way: um, you are in an abandoned old tower. Mm-hmm. What, no. D, what D&D group would walk into an abandoned old tower and go, well, we did that, and leave, and not <laughs> search for stuff? I'm reminded of a time on the spine of the world <laughs> where certain giants were killed, and everyone went, well, <laughs> guess we better keep going. Yeah? we got a purpose. Okay. <laughs> yeah, look through it. I'm, I'm out here just sort of, uh... Fifteen. Fifteen? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a one. It was a seven. Where where are you looking? Uh, I'm probably looking. I'd probably start on the floor that I was on. Look through the rubble and stuff. Yeah. Okay. My main change. Shifting through the rubble, you find a cracked floor tile. Ooh. And it's cracked in a very unique way. Can like, I like it's been cracked investigate? on purpose. Yes, you can. Twenty three. Twenty three. Wow. Okay. You see that there is a small earthen compartment underneath the floor. Oh, goody! Floor tile. 
And there is a chest there. Okay. The chest is in incredibly poor condition, and the lock has completely rusted off. Oh, another one of these. Okay. (laughs) You open it up, take a look inside? Yep. All right. Inside, you find... An ancient curse. uh, A finger. Fresh apple. Um, (laughs) You find... Lit torch. 300 (laughs) silver pieces. Oh potion, and you find a breastplate. I assume sized for, like, a human? No, sized more for you. And it is giving off an incredibly silvery gleam. Ooh, shiny! And it weighs almost nothing. Oh, man, that's super light, too! Gonna hang on to this, for sure. Um, I don't put it on, I just, like, sling it on my back. Okay. I'm gonna try it on later! Do you want to taste the potion or smell it? Uh, yeah, can I do, like, a little taste test? Yeah. It's a potion of greater healing. Ooh. Man, y'all are gonna love me. <laughs> Next time we pick a random fight with a giant. As long as you dole those out before. Last time you just had them all while we were dying. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? You're like, sorry, I, I can't get to you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Uh, Jador just walks right by. As I walk back to the group, mm-hmm. um, I assume we're all kind of a group. Yeah, you guys see that uh, he has this incredibly gleamingly silver breastplate. Oh, yeah, and this reminds me. And I, so I hand out a bunch of potions to people. Okay. I give one to Calic. How many potions do you find? One. But I've got eight of the other ones. Oh, right. Very good. Regular healing. Yeah. One to Aobard. And then I'll give one to each of the entourage. If I give one to Jador, will he know to take it? Yes. Okay. Give one to He's Jador. Not. Whether or not he will is actually a, a different story entirely. And then I will keep the rest for myself, I guess. I look into the breastplate and I kind of rub my thumb on it. I'm like, doesn't even smudge. Look like mithril? Ooh. That's fancy. And I walk away. Yeah. I try it on now that I'm back with the group. You're going to try it on? Yeah. Okay. So you try it on, I can tell you what it has. Mithril is a light, flexible metal, and a chain shirt or breastplate can be worn under clothing. Oh. Its armor class is 14 plus dex modifier, and you ignore any disadvantages on stealth checks that may be imposed by the armor type. Cool. I'll take it. And with that, you guys continue on your way. A few more days pass until nightfall. You're sitting around the campfire and enjoying a nice meal of cooked venison caught by Jador. And you see Jador stop for a second and he kind of cocks his head. What's going on? And he kind of looks off into the darkness. I also look off into the darkness. Well, you can see a lot further than Jador can because you have dark vision. Yeah. Do you want me to make a perception Malthus check? Malthus can see even further. Mm-hmm. Perception checks? Yeah, you make a perception check. That's uh, 26. 26? Yes. Okay. Uh, just at the edge of your vision, you see two very large shapes. There's two big shapes. Hunched. Seem to be trying to approach quietly. They're trying to sneak on. Under my breath, I say, <clears throat> Malthus, just so you know, if anything ever snuck up on me, I would really hold you personally responsible. 
But could you? <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> I will give you a one-way ticket back to Tartarus or whatever <laughs> layer of. Anyway, go, go tell me what these large hunched things are. <laughs> Is it more of the tower things that we saw? So he kind of flies off, and uh, through his vision with a 120-foot range and his mm. ability to see in total darkness, makes it a lot easier. You see two frost giants, and they are making their way directly towards you. So I'm sitting there with my, my eyes all milked out again, <laughs> sipping my stew meat, and I say, strange that frost giants would be here, right? And they have their axes drawn. Oh, they want to fight. They really want to fight. Jador, why would frost giants be here? Mm. Hunting. Here? Well, we're going to get them. It's kind of warm. Mm, no. Frost giants. All places. Oh. <laughs> you know, I just always assume the snow, right? <laughs> <laughs> you hear this. <laughs> The frost giants charge. And so we begin by rolling initiative. Put that in here. Mm, that might be a good one. 19. 19 for Aspen. Holy Moses. Yeah, 20. Nice. <laughs> 20 plus... Uh, 24. 24. I think nat 20 means you go first, though. Nat 20 technically is only a critical within combat. Otherwise, yeah. it's but just... It just like just like Nat 1 is not a fumble in ability checks. <laughs> it just means that you... It, it's very unlikely that you... Be, <laughs> it's very likely. It, unless your plus is plus 30. <laughs> right? What'd you get? Seven. Seven. All right, so Jador stands to his feet, and he unslings his maul, and he says, Jolton! Attack! Kalik, what do you do? Uh, about how far away are they right now? Right around 50, 60 feet. Somewhere in there. Okay. I am going to ready my action for when they're within 40 feet of me. Okay. Aspen. I'm going to shoot him. Uh, 22. 22, that's a hit. Cool. Nine. Points of damage. All right. And then I would like to hide. Okay, get into the brush or something. Mm-hmm. Excellent. All right, Jaw Door runs forward into the fray. And the other frost giant moves 20 feet to engage with Jaw Door, which puts him within the 40 foot range. So, Kalik. Uh, so, Kalik darts directly towards that frost giant. And as I'm running towards them, I'm slightly stumbling. Okay. Left well, and you, right. You have been uh, <laughs> engaging in a, a, a wee bit of drink, a bit. as they say. So when I get very close, uh, there's something on the ground, and I end up kind of falling with a <laughs> lunge forward with my uh, fist out to attack. Eleven. Eleven is not a hit. Okay. And as I fall, I try to hook over Swing another hook in my there. left hand for 20. That's a hit. Um, so you hook him. I hooked him. Nice. That's a good one. For 10. Then, that same time, I'm going to spend 
I'm gonna weave some chi and attempt to stun this giant. Okay. Which is a constitution saving throw against 15. All right. Uh, giant makes it. And he is fine. So 10 points. Awesome. They have pretty good constitutions in giants. Okay. Okay. That Frys giant, closed range with uh, Jador, is going to swing at Jador. And uh, misses. Oh, he gets two attacks. He's going to swing again. And misses. Awesome. Aelbard. I cast Hypnotic Pattern. The one that's engaged with uh, Kalik and Jador, or the other one? The other one. It's a 30-foot cube. Is that going to be all of us, then? Well, you could either do it above their heads, or you could do it behind. Oh, they're much taller. Uh-huh. Yeah, I do it six feet off the ground. Eight feet off the ground. Yeah, nine feet and make it... Nine feet, ten feet off the ground. Yeah, ten feet. Because I still got a solid, like, six feet of giant in each one of these cubes, in this cube, right? Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, as long as it's ten feet off the ground, it's above Jador's head. He's not going to see it. Um, yeah. I basically just go... Each of those giants will make a wisdom save versus yep. a 16. And on a failed save, they are charmed. And is, in this case, that means they're incapacitated and have a speed of zero. But that ends as soon as they take damage. Yep. So at least I'm hoping we can focus. Okay. Uh, one fails, and the Yay. other one succeeds. God damn. The one uh, fighting Jador succeeds. Oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> we can work with that. Kalik. I stumble up a little bit more. Because I didn't quite fall over. Right. Uh, as Catch I landed the blow. <laughs> uh, I'm only going to punch again. 25. That's a hit. I'll just do the second hit too. Which is 14. That's not a hit. Okay, so I'm going to hit. Uh, for 6. Aspen. I pop out from cover. Okay. And I'm going to shoot him. Which one? Don't shoot them! <laughs> um, the one fighting the door. Okay. Um, but I, I didn't hit it. Well, it I counts as sneak attack. Oh, uh, yeah. I get an advantage. You popped out. Oh, that's good. 24. That's a hit. So, 19 points of damage. 19 points of damage. That's nicely done there. Yep. Good job, you. And then I hide. Okay. Jador is going to swing them all. You see veins popping out on the side of his neck and his forehead, yelling obscenities and giant at the giants. <laughs> so that's a hit. And that's a hit. 51 points of damage for Jador. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I was writing something down when he started that. I was like, 51 points We're gonna die! <laughs> <laughs> now Jador uh, swings this maul in his rage right into one kneecap and comes around and hits the other kneecap and both kneecaps are pulverized. And the giant gives out this massive scream of pain and falls onto his hands and knees. Jaw Dory gives this massive roar. Alright, that giant's on his hands and knees. It's going to be very difficult for him to attack. Technically prone? Yeah, I think technically prone at this point, he's going to spend his action to try and stand up, which is going to be nigh impossible without kneecaps, <laughs> or knees for that matter. Okay, Aelbard, what are you going to do? You have one giant that is uh, 
Yeah. Um, over itself. Well, that guy's prone, which means it's harder to hit, right? Prone. An attack roll against uh, the creature has advantage if the attacker is within five feet, otherwise has disadvantage. Okay. I'm not within five feet. Right. You have disadvantage on hitting the one that is prone. Okay. I might as well try. Yeah. I don't hurt anything. 15? 15's a hit. 15's a hit. Sweet. 11. Nope. Okay. So one hit. Okay. He slides back 10 feet. Just 11 points of damage. He gets a face full of eldritch energy. Burns the beard. Blast is so powerful that it literally moves this giant that is essentially a two-story building laying on its side <laughs> backwards 10 feet. And the other one, since there's nothing to wake it out of its stupor and hasn't been attacked, is still incapacitated in a movement of zero. Kalik. What's the terrain? What's around? Are we in a field? To the south of you, from where the giants came, is the Evermore. Okay. And Is there uh, anything to duck behind? Behind you some ways is more rock and forest. You're, you're kind of out We're on a clearing. A, on a clearing. Okay. Jajor chose this as a campsite because it was easy to see things coming. Okay. So, Aspen is hiding in the tall grass, which is easy for Aspen to do. Along with Valum and Sarek. Yeah, that's stay enough. out of the way. <clears throat> Kalik. So, I run over to him, but when I say run, it's not... It's not a very graceful run, right? Right. Um, a bit of a drunken stumble. A drunken stumble. That's quick enough to get to them. Um, it's a quick stumble. And I, I go to punch with my right hand, but I end up punching the ground <laughs> instead. But as I do that, I then flip over, uh, and my my legs come down and smack um, smack the giant. That's down. Smack him. For ten points of bludgeoning damage. What what would you roll for your attack roll? Uh, it was seven. It was seventeen. Oh, okay. All right. Kicks come down and land right on, on the shoulder blade there. The giant gives out a yelp of pain. Aspen. I'm gonna pop out and shoot him. Shoot which one? The one that's prone. The one that's prone. You have disadvantage on your attack. You had advantage on your. Oh, wait. I just have nothing on my Yeah, yeah you just have nothing. Canceled. That's true. Yeah. Good. That's better. Uh, 25. Hit. And I do my sneak attack damage. 15 points of damage. Wow. You see an arrow go whizzing past you, Kallik, and it flies right into the giant's eye. <laughs> Jador brings them all up over his head, and he's coming down with a coup de grace. That's definitely a hit. Jador brings them all down, and you see them all go connect with the skull and then go through the skull and end up in the ground underneath the head. Ew, I'm glad I'm 60 feet away. I got a nice spray. You get sprayed with blood and brains. (laughs) Jador yells, And he turns over to the other giant who's just been kind of daisily looking, and Jador pounds his fist against his chest, and he goes, Giant killer! Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> Proven. Elbar, what do you want to do? There's one giant left. It's standing there in a daze. I release a hex onto him. Okay. Onto the, the, da- the charmed giant. Yep. Okay. And then after that, 
Um, uh, I'm far away, so I blast him. <laughs> Twelve? Miss. Okay, yeah, misses. Alright. <laughs> These two Eldritch Blasts go flying off into the distance. And that Frost Giant is, uh, since has not taken any damage or been attacked in any way. And I guess I'll hex strength based. Okay. If it ever comes up. Calic. So I spit out some blood and brains. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then I run over to the other giant. Okay. And 17 and like 23. Both hits. So I... The first hit is like a drop kick. Right at the knee level. Oh, wow. We work on the legs to bring them down to exactly. our level. You bring them down. Okay, what's the damage? <laughs> uh, damage for that was eight. Okay. As I'm coming down, I contort my body and swing with a left hook mm-hmm. uh, for another eight. And then I spin one more time and then triple punch. Wow. Right into the shin. We're talking about Kung Fu Hustle here. <laughs> Hit. Everybody was Kung Fu fine. 15. 15 hit. Uh, and a nat 20. Nat 20? <laughs> Delivered. Right there, critical hit. 8, 7, and 16. Total damage? So 15 and 16 is 31, right? Yep. yep. Wow. And holy smokes. I then disengage for free because of my amazing drunken technique. Yep. It's tough to hit you because you're just too intoxicated. He was, what, 20 feet away from the other giant? Yeah. Uh, So I run back another 20 feet. Okay. Nicely done. (laughs) That's some serious amount of damage. Yes. You did a total of 39 points of damage, dude. Which isn't bad for unarmed. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. Not at all. Aspen. I'm going to pop out and shoot him. Okay. Uh, 22. Is it hit? So 20 points of damage. Wow, that's a good smackaroonie there. And then I'm going to hide. All right, yeah, I mean, you know, you've worked over this this guy's legs significantly. I mean, just beat the living crap out of him. And then you see, in the middle of nowhere, this arrow come flying and hit the back of his knee. And it forces him to kind of falter a little bit. He doesn't fall, but... He's limping hard. He's now lame in the leg. <laughs> but Jador, in a rage, charges him and swings that giant maul and hits and hits. Jador uh, takes out one leg and then takes out the, the next leg as the giant... As soon as he started taking damage, he kind of came out of his stupor but he hasn't really been able to act. He's still trying to come to grips with it. And as he does so, um, he falls to his knees. Aobard, what do you want to do? Last. 14? Nope. 22? Yep. 12 points of damage. 12 points of damage. And he scoots back 10 feet. He's knocked back 10 feet. He's on his knees, but he takes his great axe and he kind of lunges at the, the thing that's closest to him. And in this case, it would be uh, Jador, because you moved. Yeah, I'm twenty. I'm 30 feet away from him now. Yep. And so he swings once at Jador, and he misses on the first one, and misses on the second one. Not his day. 
Kellick. <coughs> uh, I run run back in, and I uh, stop right in front of him, and then roundhouse. Whoa! Nat 20 um, on the roundhouse. Critical house. hit on the roundhouse. Those dice really like you, dude. Yeah, this is the fourth one tonight. Um, and then, let's see, maybe I don't have to think about it. Um, 14. No, good. I don't have to think about it. So I hit him once with the roundhouse kick. Yeah. For 14 damage. Wow. So tell me, how do you kill this frost giant? So he's on his knees now, right? He's on his knees, and he kind of lunged out like this at Jador with his axe and missed. So I run I run underneath him. Okay. Is he maybe still swinging or coming back up from that position? And then the roundhouse is, I guess, more of a vertical kick roundhouse. Ooh, okay. Right, just like spin. Bicycle kick. Back. Yeah, bicycle kick. Right on the, so the heel of my foot hits his face. Oh! Just the, snaps the neck. Oh, snaps the neck. Yeah, yeah, just like, oh, okay. power just twisted it. Wow, yeah, the head snaps back and the giant falls. And I stumble my way out of him before he falls. With a gurgle in his throat. Gross. And note to self, more than two frost giants in the future. <laughs> Because I don't think you guys really broke a sweat. <laughs> All right, excellent. All right, you have these two frost giants laying here. Uh, I go loot the, the one that I just snapped the neck on. Okay. Uh, you find wine, wine, wine. <laughs> Fifty barrels. A live pig and all of its items. <laughs> you find uh, two hundred gold pieces. Ooh. 300 silver pieces. I guess other people can have money. And 400 copper pieces. The only other thing you find in uh, the giant's bag is a wooden door with twisted iron hinges. Well, nice. I leave that on the ground. (laughs) Jador walks over and begins ripping teeth out of the corpses. He rips the teeth out of the one that he smashed the head in, which was fairly easy to get to those teeth. He puts those in his bag. And he rips out a, a gigantic tooth from the one that uh, you killed, and he uh, walks it over and hands it to you. <laughs> mm. For you! <laughs> I take it and put it in my pouch. I say, thanks. All right, there's another giant laying around. Yeah, Aspen would scamper up. Oh, yeah, you're going to start, you're going to scamper on over? Mm-hmm. Oh, looting so beneath me, but it really hurts me financially. <laughs> 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 All right, you find a dented metal helmet that's been clearly used as a bowl. Ooh, it's probably really good. Gross. As a bowl. <laughs> Toss that over my shoulder. You find 800 copper pieces, 500 silver pieces, and 100 gold pieces. Cool. Don't worry, Aobard. At some point, I'm going to be over-encumbered with all of my wealth, and I'll have to give some to you. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Got about 30 more pounds. What is <laughs> Does Aobard look like a charity case? <laughs> You won't take it. No. Slap it out of your hands. Money? <laughs> we may do this. <laughs> what is it? Wait, I'm not selling anything. <laughs> and with that, the rest of the night passes quietly. Finally, after you know these past uh, several days, uh, you come across a road that you. Is it is it worth now having my conversation with? Yeah. You want to uh, have it? Yeah. Yeah. So on this trip, on the way, at some point I'm like, all right, Malthus, tell me about this finger of fate. 
Oh. Abrax. He's a great devil. He was here. Then he returned to the here? pit. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the word. Uh, and he says a word in Infernal. Mm-hmm. And uh, why don't you just give me an intelligence check and see if you can pick up on it since you're trying to learn it. By learning any Infernal? Seven. My Infernal's not very good. No, not very good yet. <clears throat> yeah, you're not sure what he said. He says, He is one of the lords of hell. Ooh. And he serves the master. Is he one of the fiends of the pit? He is in the pit. And he serves the master. The master. Mm, the master. I, I pat my little book. <laughs> and he goes, mm. Mm. Well, That can't hurt to have a little leverage there. Yeah. So how do you recommend we return this finger to him? Mm, very carefully. Okay. <laughs> 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 so I'm guessing we're not going to bump into him. We must do it in a way that is good for us. Yes. Bad for him. Yeah, it's a good way he's bad his little head. Good he's for Master. You should ask Master. Ooh. Okay. That's enough of that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready to talk to Master yet. Oh. But it has no power. The small person was wrong. Oh, well. Leverage is a kind of power. Mm. You said he would really like it back. Mm. Mm. Yes. He misses his pinky. <laughs> I can work with that. Poor pinky. Poor pinky. <laughs> no home for pinky. <laughs> we can make it into a back scratcher. He mm. was here for many years in your world. Oh. Well, I would think that's how the pinky got here. He was in a place called... Zentel Keep. I don't know, but Zentel Keep. Does that mean anything to me? Uh, you can roll for it. A history check? I will take a history check, yep. Uh, I'll take several different checks. Will you take an acrobatics check? No. (laughs) (laughs) Just thought I'd ask. 13 plus 4. 17? Mm Mm-hmm. You've heard of it. It's the main base of operations for the Zentarum. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was lord of Zentil Keep. Many powerful friends here. Yee-hee. How did he end up back below? Mm. Uh, only this. Desmunda played her part. Turned a paladin against him. A paladin of Tear. Dark Hope. Ah, that's the name. Dark Hope. Name of the paladin. Yes, Dark Hope. Or... He's got a fan. <laughs> okay. You uh, finally make your way onto the uh, Raven Road. And uh, while on the road, you uh, pass by River Moot. Where the rivers meet? You got it. It's often flooded, and so... A lot of the village finds itself with cottages up on stilts and other such things. Along the road also, you pass Zymorvin Hall, which is perched atop a crag overlooking the road. It is an impressive fortress-like structure and does not look welcoming. 
and has a great view of the Evermores. And finally, after 10 days of cross-country hiking and camping, giants, you come upon the gates of Silvery Moon. Uh, what you notice about the gates and the, from what you can see of the town beyond, if your characters were to imagine what elves might build, this is what comes to your mind. It looks as though it was built by elves. It has this sort of elvish feel. You see that the buildings are intertwined with the trees. I didn't know this was an elven place. I like this place. It has a, a strong elvish flavor to it. And as you walk up the road and through the gates, you're struck immediately by a sense of tranquility. You see people moving to and fro on the high street. Some look as though they're going about shopping. Others look as though they're in heated debates or deep conversations. You hear music every once in a while on the wind. And you smell sweet flowers. So elfy. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Heroes Not Included. If you would like to learn more about us, you can visit our website at heroesnotincluded.com. Heroes Not Included is available on iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Podbean. Please rate, review, like, and share us. We'd love to hear from you. Your continued support is critical to our success. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider becoming a patron. As a patron, not only will you be helping keep the lights on, you will gain access to patron-only content, including a special patron-only Star Wars podcast. Visit the Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. Until next week, be the hero. Be the hero.